how are you? How are you doing? How's your family going? You know, everything going on. Yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah, I've been in the city, like in Toronto for a couple of weeks now, just chilling, taking it easy, doing some stuff, you know, um, I mean, taking it easy in between, you know, all the stuff coming up for the song. Um, family's great. Yeah, I, I'm living still at home two and a half hours east of the city. Um, but they're all doing amazing. Yeah, so it's, it's been good. How about you? Perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, family's doing great. Um, uh, I think I've gotten used to the reality of doing my interviews over Zoom or FaceTime, nice. so I feel like I've gotten used to it as best I can. Uh, yeah. Definitely miss you know in-person interviews and concerts, but hopefully it will come around eventually. But everything's good. Definitely. Yeah, it's really good to hear. Sure. Um, before we begin, uh, I want to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Real Osmond. Uh, I run a platform called Studio One. Um, okay. I run it with my friend Mike, who does all the editing. Uh, the concept really is the platform where I get to interview international artists, artists across Canada, uh, most importantly, artists in Toronto, just to give a voice to, uh, you know, being from Toronto, just give a voice to artists in the city. It's a platform mm -hmm. just to have really great conversations. So to have you on is amazing. Um, Thank you. Before we begin, can you just briefly introduce yourself and then we'll get started. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'm Ryland. Um, yeah, just an artist. I, I, like I said, from two and a half hours east of the city, um, Deseronto, Ontario. It's a little tiny town, less than 2000 people, very, very rural, very isolated. Um, and I, yeah, I grew up there my whole life. Um, just in the city right now, I've been working on music for the past four years. I've been doing it, you know, kind of as like what I wanted to do since I was 10. So 11 years now. Um, and yeah, I've just been, I've been working away at writing for a body of work and now finally releasing an EP and single just feels so amazing. Um, and, um, yeah, I've been on so many adventures in this industry. It's like so many, I can't even count. Yeah. Um, but it's been amazing and I, I wouldn't do anything, anything different. Cool. Amazing. So to get started, um, like you said, uh, you grew up in a small town. Um, talk to me about what that was like growing up, uh, what it means to grow up in a small town in that community. And then, um, and then when music really became part of that life. Yeah. So I, yeah. So growing up there, it's uh, again, like obviously very, very isolated. Um, and you know, there's always that, you know, feeling of, looking out to the the big open wide world like what's out there what what's out there for me what what could be you know and I remember coming on trips to the city all the time when I'd come to Toronto it was just this like I need to get here I want to be here someday yeah. I want to be in the big city I, I just I always had like my eyes wide open just so so open and curious to what the world was and just feeling like there was something bigger and more expansive that I could I could be doing um so I always had that that gut feeling from like a very very young age I just always loved cities and and traveling and um yeah growing up I, I mean I had pretty much your typical small town childhood you know um playing with friends going out every day and just making things up because there was like nothing to do in such a small town um so again, I think yeah, I think from a from a young age I had to be very like imaginative and creative, which may have contributed to me becoming an artist. Um, and it was when I was ten years old, I think, so still pretty young. Um, yeah. In my memories, I was I had always been like singing around the house and stuff, and and very musical. But my mom and grandma one day, they um, 
showed me this kid singing who's loving you by the Jackson five on a singing competition. And they said, I think, I think you could do this. I think, I think you could sing that song. And for whatever reason, I I learned the song and just, I was like, okay, cool. And learned it and just sang it out one day. And they were like, okay, like you can sing, like you should, you should continue with this. And I obviously was like, so energized by it. I, I, you know, became immediately obsessed with it. I think it might've just been like the soul aspect of that song. Like I've always, I've always been very attracted to like soul and like gospel music and that deep, like just grit. Um, so I think, I think that just got me rolling and it got me really obsessed with music. And I started posting covers constantly online and, you know, going to school, there were a lot of kids who didn't understand what I did and I got made fun of a lot for it. Um, and felt very isolated a lot of the time. And even going into high school, um, there were a lot of very supportive people, but they just also kind of, I just felt very, very misunderstood a lot. Um, and just kind of became my own. I went in, I kind of went in internal through high school. Like I, I went very introspective and, and just focused really hard on like my online um, community and my music. And so I think being in the small town really contributed to that. I, I feel like if maybe if I was in a city and I did kind of find my people that, that yeah. I felt accepted by, maybe I would have been more distracted by that. And maybe I wouldn't have dug so deep into music that way. Um, just for myself personally, but yeah, that, that really drove me to, I also just wanted to like prove something to the world. Like I was like, I, I can do this. Like, this is possible. And, you know, also growing up just outside of, you know, Avril Lavigne's from Napanee and growing up like 10 minutes outside of there, I, I always had her legacy to look up to. Like she could do it so I can do it. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. I mean, I obviously have no context really for what it's like to grow up in a city, but I feel like, I feel like those things probably did contribute, you know, to my artistry growing up in that tiny town. Also, I think having the opportunity to perform at so many little like local events, like there was only a handful of us that did music. So I was always invited to perform at things. So I kind of honed that craft a little bit more. Um, And yeah, I think everything just kind of lined up and added up to where I am today. Perfect. Um, And on that note, um, I know you had amazing family support in the beginning, but I really want to dive into the fact of this, um, where did the self-belief come from? Because I know uh, listening to your music, you know, your voice is really amazing. But I want to know, like, what was the moment for you when you yourself realized, I do have a really good voice. I, I think I have something special. I really can pursue this craft. Um, at what point do you think uh, for yourself did you start to really see that? Was it um, doing the covers and getting uh, attention for it and getting positive feedback? Or was is there a specific moment for you where you're like, I can do this. Yeah, that's that's such an that's such an interesting question. I've actually never been asked that before. Um, I I feel like a lot of a lot of the time, I guess I guess my answer for that would be like I I I feel like it was a combination of things, and part of me honestly doesn't even know the full answer. I think I think my my family like my my parents were always extremely extremely encouraging of me and they like my my mom especially like really really protected like me and and knew she I think she recognized very early on she recognized and she just knew that someday I would be like a musician of some kind or creative and she really protected my confidence that way I think just always telling me 
how great I was and, and always just, you know, being the best mom, like always, always encouraging, um, and never being, you know, critical of it. So I always had her to, to always like look up to if, if people were saying things to me, like, you know, I'd, I'd always have her telling me in the background, like, you know, no, just keep going. Like you, you're great. And I, when I, when I would perform, I had a lot of people that would say like, you're, you have something special, like you have a presence, you have, you have this voice. And so that, that was always very encouraging. And yeah, when I started posting videos, my comments were, usually all pretty positive so I think it was just a combination of those things but also you know I think I just naturally have always for some reason I've always just had a confidence in in like my voice and in my music not so much in a lot of other parts of my life it's, it's interesting because there are so many other parts of my life where I just felt so so insecure and like I had to hide things and put walls up but like with with my my voice that's always been something that I've been completely like a hundred percent confident in for some reason I, yeah. I I think it just is that combo of encouragement and just almost like a born like just sort of, sort of knowingness I guess um yeah I don't know that's 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 such a good question um but I thought yeah I, th- I hope that's that's kind of like the best answer I have is I, I think that kind of just amalgamates it all yeah. into one yeah, I just because I when I ask it, I think it's so special when artists just have that voice, and it's mm-hmm. always interesting to figure out like at what point did because of course everybody can tell you oh your voice is amazing it's so great but it's interesting yeah. to know when an artist kind of figure that out for themselves. Yeah, but, you um, have to believe it yourself for sure. Yeah. And uh, moving forward, I know after doing covers and getting amazing feedback, what did it feel like for you when you started making your own records? You know, what was it like with your when you released your first song? What was that for you like? Yeah, so I, yeah, as a teenager, um, making covers all the time, yeah, of course. Like, I, I loved doing it. I loved making covers. That was all I really ever knew. I had dabbled in songwriting a little bit um, from a young age. Like, I even I even found, like, a home video just recently of, of a song I completely forgot. I'd, I'd written this song when I was, like, like 10 or something or 11. Um, and so I always like dabbled in it, but I never, it was, it wasn't something I preferred. It wasn't something that like, I, I know a lot of artists talk where, you know, like they knew from the time they were young, like, I'm a songwriter, I'm, I'm this, but that for me, that wasn't, that wasn't a thing. Like I, I always loved performing, but songwriting was something a little bit different something a little bit more daunting and intimidating to me. And, um, sometimes my, my extreme, extreme, I, I, I put a lot of pressure and perfectionism on myself, which can very much be like a hindrance when you're writing, because yeah. when you're writing, you have to let everything come out. You have to just be creative and sometimes getting too much in your head and thinking for me, that was always like a block. So writing was like a very uphill battle in the beginning for me. Um, trying really hard to like, just get out of my own mind and, and, accept and experiment and do things and I feel like I've I'm still going through that today and I'm, I'm still learning but um yeah I I remember I remember always preferring covers and then it just it kind of shifted over time when I started writing more songs and performing them even before they were released and seeing the reactions and then like getting that getting that feeling of like an autonomous kind of like this is my like this is my song perform this is my sound that took on a whole new like meaning for me and it was almost like a whole new era in myself as a person and as an artist and um yeah putting out putting out the first song was like putting out good to say goodbye and then in my head is the first like official single yeah um i was so nervous in the beginning i i mean i like i wasn't like scared nervous i was more just like just what are people going to think i was more it was like an excitement but also like a like this is actually happening i'm actually putting music out and um 
you know, after I saw the first couple songs come out and people had such great reactions to it, I started to get more comfortable in it and get like, yeah, like this is fun. Like this is fun creating and putting something out that people are enjoying and that's helping people. And, and, you know, it just, it makes, it makes me feel good to know that, that, you know, I, I can share a different perspective or maybe a new perspective with people through my own music that people haven't heard before. Um, and it's, it's really cool. So there's a lot of different emotions that go into it, but overall it's an amazing experience. Yeah. And staying on the emotional roller coaster, it is to release a record. Um, I know you're on the verge of releasing your debut EP. Um, mm -hmm. I had a chance to listen to it. And again, your voice really shines through the whole record. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, so how are you feeling with one, the idea of a debut EP? Do you feel like it's an introduction to yourself, a debut, and how are you feeling with um, it coming out? Like, that's a special moment. Absolutely. Um, it's the same thing. It's a huge mix of emotions for me. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I've already I've already put out some of the songs that uh, will be on the EP, so I have kind of a taste of, I've given a taste of, of myself, but I feel like, yeah, putting this out will just kind of give the whole the whole body um it'll give all the details of of my artistry i feel like each song on this ep represents a different kind of almost like a different sound a different side each each one has like a different meaning and um yeah it's just again like after four years of writing it's it's putting out a body of work it's it's daunting and i've, I've never obviously like the singles are one thing and, and putting out one song is one yeah. thing but to put out like seven is a whole other, you know, ball game. And it's, it's something like, I'm just, I'm just hoping that people really like it, but um, yeah, people, people are excited about it. I'm, I'm just absolutely amped. I've been like doing like little dances and jigs when I get off calls and yeah. stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's actually happening. Um, yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm so excited to share, to share um, my artistry with the world. I feel like it really is a reflection of me. I'm just so, so happy about it. Yeah. And a large part of being an artist as well, um, there's re releasing records and things like that, but doing shows, touring, um, I know with COVID, uh, that's a bit on pause right now, but I know you had an amazing opportunity uh, to tour with Alicia Carr and you had an amazing story around that. Um, to hear it in your words, can you please tell me how that was for you? Cause I love hearing those like special moments of a full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so Alessia, she has been one of my biggest heroes in music from the time that she started releasing music from the time I found out about her. I remember hearing here when it went to number four on the Hot 100. I remember hearing it all over the place, being like, what is this? And at first, at first, I remember hearing it and kind of like being unsure, like, what is this? And then when I actually delved into it and, and, um, like listened to the actual lyrics and listens and found out more about her i was like absolutely hooked just because at that time i think i was in grade 11 and um going through you know being in high school and feeling very very different feeling very misunderstood by people and, and going a whole different path than i saw anybody else going it was hard to relate to people and a lot of people misunderstood me a lot of people would would like it was just it was a high school was like a very very weird time for me and yeah. so i found solace in music and especially in alessia's music just because it did it talked about that being kind of like the loner and the outcast and being somebody who's different being an introvert and how that's okay and how there are people out there and 
even seeing like the fan reaction to her music and seeing so many people saying like this is me like this is exactly how i am so glad there's somebody like that it was the first time i really really felt like okay i'm okay i'm okay being this so i looked up to her so much and i remember always just picturing and imagining in my mind like i want to meet her i want to open for her someday i want to talk to her i just became obsessed and i remember thinking like how do i get to that point and all I knew was to just keep posting online and to keep to keep building a following and maybe someday someone would reach out to me and or I someone would find me and and you know I could I could do exactly the same thing yeah. and, and get into that that you know circle of people of, of other artists that I felt like I related to. And I remember the one year, um, I think it was the first year she performed, she was performing Wild Things. And I made my mom drive us down to downtown Toronto from home. So two and a half hours, it was father's day and we'd had like a whole big brunch and stuff, but I was like begging her, my mom, you have to drive us. Like we have to go. And, um, she was like, okay, okay. So we got in the car and we drove down and, um, we were a little bit late for the show. Like I remember pulling up just as it was starting and it was absolutely packed. Like you couldn't get in, you couldn't see the stage. So there was a little bit of disappointment that way, but, um, we were walking around and my mom noticed this guy at a store across the road from the stage and they had like these big like blockade things up so you couldn't actually see the stage but you could tell that like okay if I can get up on the roof up yeah. there we could see down to the stage so she waved at this guy and he came up and she's like can, can we go on your roof and he's like okay sure if you pay me like 20 bucks you guys can go up on my roof so we went through this like dark shop not sure what was happening it was very very sketchy um and we there was this like rusty ladder up like four stories, no like protection, no anything. Like it was just like, we could have fallen off. It was probably such a liability, but yeah. we climbed this ladder and got on the top and there were all these other people up there too. And, and we got to this, the edge of the stage and I got to, I just got to see her perform and, and she was accepting her award. And she said, um, you know, thank you to all these people. Um, you know, every day is like a different day. I don't live the same day twice. And she said, thank you to Chris Smith management. And I, that name immediately popped into my head. I'd heard it before. And I thought, Oh, Chris Smith management. Like I've heard of them. How do I, how do I, you know, get in yeah. contact with them? How do I, and then I was, it was just like, I was just so enthralled in, in the show that I completely forgot about it after and just kept going my way. And then it was a week later that, um, one of the managers from Chris Smith management reached out to me and had just randomly seen one of my videos from months before on Facebook and um, invited me to start working with them. And so it was this whole big like manifestation full circle moment. And um, I found out, you know, like, I, I can't remember why, but I feel like I figured out like a little bit after like, this was like the Alessia Cara team. Like this was, they were working with her. And so th- it was just this, amazing amazing thing that happened and it was like i didn't even realize it at the time but looking back it's like that was like a whole just like magic like thing that happened and um and then a few years later you know um after meeting her a couple times and getting to open for her at some festivals i got a call in la like you're opening on alessia's tour you're opening for her in canada and then i was just it was just such an over the moon moment it was like i I, a few years ago, said, like, I want to open for Alessia Carr someday, and then it was actually happening, and then getting to go with her in Canada and the U.S., and now, you know, being one of her friends, like, literally just texted today, it's, it's like, it's just, it's, it's incredible, um, and, yeah, just, I don't even know, so many of those things have happened, and I don't even question it anymore, it's just, it's like, it's meant to be. Yeah, the reason why, like, uh, just hearing that story, and I read it in an interview, and why I think it's so amazing is because, 
or just how organic it is. And I think if you're if you're an artist trying to make it in the industry, hearing stories like that, I think give you the idea of like it's possible. I can do these things. That's why I think it's Absolutely. so special. And, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And as well, the way you use the internet, uh, whether it's covers, whether it's figuring out who's who, I think that's another important part too. The fact that you've done your self discovery, and I know you. I think I read too. You uh, did tutorials online uh, to learn instruments. So I think that's really special too. Absolutely. Yeah. The internet is a wonderful tool. I, I don't really know how I would have done it without it. And it's some people say like it's it's easier, it's harder to get into to the industry now. But I I say like I think the coolest part about it is that anybody has that opportunity. It kind of creates this equalization of like instead of it just being kind of this this chance thing, which I guess it is it just gives everybody that opportunity to get that chance, which is um, an amazing part of, I guess, our modern technology that we have now. For sure. Um, usually when I get to uh, the end of my interviews, um, this has become like a running theme now because I, yeah. us I usually would ask, you know, how's the rest of the year going for you with the shows and all these things, but with COVID I've had to change that theme. So for you, I guess, in particular, um, What's something you've learned um, in your career so far that has been eye-opening for you, um, whether it's for you as a person or musically? What's something you've learned along the way so far? Mm, very good question. I've learned I've learned so many things. I think though, like one of the most important things that I'm even still learning is is learning how to trust myself, learning how to trust me and my own intuition, and learning that you know just learning not to be scared of it I think that's that's the biggest thing is as an artist you do you have to take risks you have to you have to sometimes like just just jump and have faith and um, that's something that I've definitely been learning so much more recently and lately is just trusting myself and and being me and having a strong sense of self I think that comes naturally you know as we age but definitely being a musician and an artist and in this industry you really learn very quickly to that you kind of have to be or else you'll be kind of like swallowed alive type thing so um that's been that's been a big thing and um it's one of the most amazing things i think any human being can can accomplish is is trusting yourself and not not caring necessarily what other people think or needing permission from other people to do things so that's that's, I guess, my, my biggest lesson I've learned. Amazing. And on a final note, um, what has your uh, grandma been thinking about all of this? Uh, going back to the roots of teaching how to sing. Uh, yeah. Um, she's been, she has been loving it. Grandma, Grandma Karen, she loves, she loves all the music. I remember like every song, every demo that I get, she gets to hear and she gives us her critiques and she's almost always completely correct. Like she has that year. She's like, this will be, this one's going to be a hit. This one's yeah. going to be a hit. And she, she knows grandma knows. So we, we trust her and, uh, we, we use her ear for, for our benefit, <laughs> but, um, no, she's, she's absolutely lovely and she's been enjoying it so much. So that's yeah, amazing. She's great. Um, Man, uh, it's been an amazing conversation. Um, so happy Absolutely. to get you on Studio One. Um, mm -hmm. Can't wait until I get to hear that voice live. Hopefully, you know, yeah. with uh, COVID things, you know, cool down and we get back to where we get to. Fingers crossed. But Fingers again, crossed. thanks so much for this, uh, for the conversation, man. Um, yeah. EP is amazing, and I can't wait for it to be officially out. Thank you so much. So good talking to you today. No problem. Have a good rest of the day, man. Have a good one.
Thanks, bye. Studio One.